You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It feels like just this morning I was live doing another video talking about Trey Lance and all that stuff. As of right now, we are just an hour away from the 49ers preseason finale against the Chargers. A little over an hour ago, we heard that the 49ers traded their former third overall pick, Trey Lance, to the Dallas Cowboys for a 2024 fourth round pick. And I'm here with my brother, Fabio, to talk all about it. How you doing, Fabio? <laughs> hey, Steph. Uh, thanks for having me. Never a dull moment in Niner football, especially in the offseason lately. Yeah, for real. And so this is extra crazy because so me and my brother had planned to be on this show today, um, but we were going to be talking about fantasy football and we were going to announce the draft order of our fantasy football league. Um, and as soon as the news broke, I texted Fabio right away and I was like, we have to scrap the fantasy stuff. We're going to talk about this Trey Lance trade. So we'll still do the fantasy draft order at the very end of this episode, just letting you guys know. But right now, let's not waste any time. We're all here to talk about this Trey Lance trade. And just really quickly, I think we got to recap what has been a very crazy week for this team on Tuesday, Kyle Shanahan said that he would announce the backup the week of the Steelers game before week one. Uh, On Wednesday morning, Ian Rappaport then reported that Sam Darnold was named QB2 and the team was exploring options for their now QB3, Trey Lance. That same day, Trey Lance was not seen at practice, which, of course, made a lot of people wonder what the hell was going on um, anyway. And Kyle and John did not speak to the local media that day. Instead, they opted to answer questions on their flagship radio station, KNBR, a very controlled environment to do so, I would say. Uh, Kyle was on KNBR on Wednesday. John Lynch aired Thursday morning. Both said the plan was to play Trey Lance in the team's final preseason game on Friday. It is now Friday, and hours away from the start of the game, the news broke that Trey Lance had been traded to the Dallas Cowboys. What a crazy freaking week for this team. Like you said, never a dull moment. And Fabio, like I haven't gotten a chance to really talk to you about any of this like Trey Lance stuff that's been unfolding rather quickly. Um, So not sure if you had been following it as closely as maybe some of us had, but what are your thoughts on how all of this went down and how quickly it, it escalated? Um. I've been kind of following your pods podcast, to be honest, uh, this whole week. Uh, some other content creators out there um, that have been putting out, you know, updates and news and obviously NFL Network, ESPN. Um, man, it just seems like it, it just avalanched uh, all pretty quickly. Once once the media caught caught wind of what was happening behind closed doors, it kind of just seemed to avalanche. And then from that point on, um, it seemed like the team really tried to rush uh, you know, Trey out the window, out the door. Um, and, you know, a lot of questions to be, to be answered really by, you know, both, uh, you know, Lynch as well as Shanahan. Um, you know, I, I think this presser after this game uh, is going to be very interesting to see, you know, how much, um, you know, Kyle kind of dives into this, you know, um, does he dance around questions 
does 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 the Niner media PR person, you know, come out and say, hey, no questions about Lance at the beginning. So it's funny because a lot of people last week were saying, oh, my God, that was the most interesting preseason game I've ever watched. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like a lot of people tuned in to see Trey Lance and. I, uh, me being one of them, I watched the entire game just to see how Trey would do. Usually I check out by, you know, the second quarter, early third quarter, because, you know, the second stringers, third stringers are in there. I'm like, eh, you know, it's just a preseason game, but I guarantee you, everyone is going to be checking into this press conference after this preseason game. And how often have you said that? I'm going to check out a, a, a press <laughs> conference after a preseason game. Um, but a lot, a lot to be, you know, like I said, answered and, and we as fans and, and media that cover the 49ers, we want answers. We we want to kind of see what's going on and, and to see if if um, Lynch and Kyle can provide some feedback on, 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 you know, what's going on, you know, inside closed doors. And, and like I said, they both dodged the local media that day where the announcement was made or the report came out that, you know, Sam Darnold was announced as the QB2. And I mean, from everyone's standpoint, I think it just looked weak. It looked like they were running from the smoke. Um, so I really don't know what to expect for this, um, you know, presser. I feel like there just won't be enough time to ask all the questions that everyone has. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, I don't think we're really ever going to get some of the answers to the questions that we've had for, I think, the last couple of years. And, you know, I think you mentioned the fact that this avalanche happened very quickly and it did it escalated very quickly, but I feel like a lot of this has been bubbling under the surface for quite some time. And like the writing has been on the wall as we've been saying, I mean, it never felt like the 49ers were very committed to Trey Lance, even when they named him the starter last year, they brought back Jimmy Garoppolo and that felt like, hedging their bets a little bit and more so a protection plan, not so much against injury. I mean, that's always something to consider, but against Trey Lance and him potentially failing as the starter. So just from the get-go, it just hasn't felt like the 49ers were invested in Trey Lance. Of course, they invested three first-round picks to get him, which is why all of this, how this all went down, never seemed to make a lot of sense to the fans. But I will say this. Based on everything, all the drama from the last few years, I'm kind of glad that this is over because at least we know that I can't imagine how hard and difficult this must have been for Trey Lance um, these last few years, this past offseason, uh, all that he's gone through with the injuries and, again, with how it's all looked um, from public perception of how this has all gone down. I can't imagine, uh, you know, how it's felt for Lance. So um, I, I'm just – I find some peace knowing that Lance is at least, you know, going to a team that hopefully – will do right by him and give him that opportunity. And of course, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a bit, but let's talk about the compensation. So it's a fourth round pick that Dallas sent to the 49ers in exchange for Lance. And I think compensation wise, this is a win-win for both teams. And, you know, I'll explain why, you know, the 49ers were never going to get back what they traded up to get Lance in the first place. It's like when you buy a new car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it loses some value. And 
I mean, the 49ers didn't really exactly help his value throughout this whole process either. Like over time, yes, there were the injuries that Lance suffered. There were the lack of opportunities. In the background, like the media constantly bashing him or just speaking negatively about him and never seemed like there was anything positive really said about Lance um, publicly. And of course, this offseason, propping up Sam Darnold, the national media kept talking over and over about Sam Darnold. Oh, he, you know, if Brock wasn't ready, Sam Darnold is going to be the starter, all these things. None of that helped Trey Lance's value. So his value just fell over time. The 49ers tried to hype up Lance to the media this offseason, I think because they realized, you know, what had happened and they need to recoup some of that if they could but the actions just weren't matching the words at times. So from the standpoint of you already knew you weren't going to get much for Trey, I would say a fourth-round pick was more than I expected he would get right now. So I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I agree with you. Um, to be honest, I was thinking more six-round, seven-round. Um, that's how these things go. And like you said, his trade value was super low. Um, I mean, he was uh, demoted, you know, to third string quarterback behind Sam Darnold. I mean, that's how bad it got. That's how low his value got. Uh, there was even some, you know, rumors out there within, you know, uh, the, the media circles that, hey, you know, he, you know, can he get um, can he even get, um, you know, released, you know, at some point. So for the, the fact that the Niners got something and it's in the mm-hmm. fourth round, uh, you know, I, I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. Um, obviously, um, it's tough to swallow when, you know, they gave up so much to to move up in the draft and to get him. But we're in the now, right? We're in the now. And, and considering what things have looked like in the last week, I'm happy that we got something back for him. And it, it wasn't a sixth or seventh rounder or the fact that we didn't even cut him, you know, and, and the fact that we're getting something, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm happy as a fan. And I, and, and I haven't checked to see kind of fan reaction. I, I know I saw a lot of surprised reaction out there, but regarding, you know, the value that they got for him, I haven't really seen any feedback or any, um, you know, comments on, on Twitter um, about that. So uh, I guess kind of wait to see, you know, um, and then also one thing, Stefan, I don't know if you know about this yet, or if this has been announced, but are we paying any money like for this year or, or we, is it like a, a, a complete release of his contract at this point? Do we know um, if, if we're tied to any financial obligations uh, with his salary yet? Has that been disclosed? I haven't seen anyone say that the 49ers were going to pay any more of his contract in order to get the trade done. Um, I haven't seen that. Now, the 49ers had already, I believe, um, paid most of his 2023 salary just because a lot of it came from, I think, like training camp bonuses. Um, So most of that money from this year has already been paid by the 49ers. So they're not paying extra for the boys to to take him or anything like that so that's also you know could be seen as a positive um and you know in a bit i do want to talk about the implications of the contract and how that could maybe affect this nick bosa extension that you know we keep talking about but yeah going back to 
you know, the fourth round pick, I, I do feel like it is a positive compared to what people were saying. And I do truly think everything was kind of on the table for the 49ers. Like if they didn't get a offer that they felt was good, I do think they would have kept him on the roster. And that honestly would have been a disservice to Trey Lance. Like, yeah, it might've benefited the 49ers somewhere down the road. If you know, Brock and or Sam Darnold got hurt, but you know, you're not doing the kid any favors. And if they truly wanted to do right by him, I think this was the right move. And that's why I say it's a win-win because the 49ers, you know, can finally start to move on. They knew they, they weren't going to f- have a spot for him on this roster. They knew they weren't going to be able to give him that opportunity anymore. For the Cowboys, I mean, we I think it's a great trade for the Cowboys, honestly. Yeah. Like, getting a former first-round, third-overall pick, and you, all you give up is a fourth-round yeah. like pick, that that's right. pretty great. And you already have a starter in Dak Prescott, so it's a – very low risk move on you know the Cowboys part so I like it from their standpoint too and of course for Trey Lance like this is an opportunity for a clean slate and right. it's an opportunity for opportunities <laughs> and and reps hopefully I mean let's get into that actually because Cowboys their quarterback room is actually pretty crowded like it's just as crowded as the 49ers so right. I'm kind of wondering like how does this work? Like, is this a good situation for the Cowboys? I mean, for Trey Lance, I think on the surface, it does look good for Lance just to get out of San Francisco and get a fresh start. Um, but, you know, I kind of wonder where he falls on the Cowboys depth chart. What is their plan? Right. Dak, they have Dak Prescott, as I mentioned. He's a starter. Cooper Rush, who played um, and started games last season when Prescott was hurt. And Cooper Rush actually did pretty good um, in those games. They also have Will Greer, um, who, you know, has been in the league for a few years. He may be the odd man out. You know, the roster cuts are coming down uh, Tuesday. So maybe they cut him in favor of, you know, Trey Lance. But that still puts Trey Lance at QB3 um, with the Cowboys. So, I'm kind of wondering how that does benefit him, if at all. Um, so I don't know what the Cowboys' plan for Lance is, but I do hope it, it is a good one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, like you said, it's it's a fresh start for him, and I think that's what he needs. Um, you know, that's going to give him a, a, a boost. Um, and he's still a young kid. That's one thing we got to remember. He's very young. Uh, so even if he sits a year – uh, behind Dak, um, you know, who knows, maybe in two or three years, he, 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 you know, the, the Cowboys decide to move on, uh, from Dak Prescott, uh, if, if they don't get what they, you know, what they paid for from him and, 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 and they make the transition to a younger kid who most likely will have a, a a fresh and, and, and smaller contract. Um, but I agree, I agree with you. I think, I think the Dallas Cowboys will keep them as their number three, um, you know, they'll get rid of their current number three right now, bring in Lance, um, have him, you know, sit on the sideline with the clipboard and a, and a baseball cap and, you know, have to kind of start from the bottom and work his way up or earn, earn it, you know, um, which is really, you know, the life of a NFL quarterback, you know, for uh, not your typical third round pick, you know, uh, not the journey of a third round pick, but still it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's the life of an NFL quarterback. I, you know, I looking back, you know, I, I, I think back to when Steve Young was behind Joe Montana, 
you know, and he had to kind of patiently wait uh, for his shot and his opportunity. You know, there have been several quarterbacks uh, throughout these decades that have kind of just waited and and played that role of backup. And, and you know, when, when their opportunity was was presented itself, they took advantage of that, right? So Lance is just going to have to make sure that when that opportunity comes up, he's going to have to make sure that he's ready to go and um, take advantage of whatever opportunity he gets. Um Dak, we've seen Dak go down in the past, some, you know, a few injuries. Um, and, and, you know, it's the NFL, you know, a starting quarterback can, you know, we, we know that more than anyone, right. You know, we, we went through like four quarterbacks all of last year. Um, and so you never know when Dak could go down at any, at any moment. And so um, they, they're preparing themselves for that scenario. And to have, like you said, a, a, a third round pick, um, it's not a bad, bad deal for them. Yeah, I, I think so. Like I said, it's, it's pretty low risk on their end. The concern that I have from Trey Lance's standpoint is that being the QB three, and this is the same thing people were saying about Trey Lance being the QB three in San Francisco is that those opportunities for reps are almost non-existent. It's the backup quarterback who gets the scout team reps. Yeah. And I mean, the, the QB three is left with pretty much nothing They They are just sitting. And what has Trey Lance been doing his entire time in San Francisco? He's just been sitting and it's so clear that he needs the reps in order to right. actually develop. So I think that's, that's going to be the challenge. Like how, how does he develop? I really, I really do hope that there's some way for him to get some experience, you know, in Dallas. Um, I know people have been pointing out Dak Prescott, the, the Cowboys do have a deal. I mean, they do have an out in that deal in 2024. Now, whether or not that's like this move is just looking ahead to see if, you know, I don't know, Lance can be that guy for them in the future. I don't know. But again, in order for Lance to be that guy, he's going to need the reps before that. So I don't know how they make it work. I don't know what the plan is, but again, I hope it's a good one, but I do want to ask you this, Fabio. Um, so the Cowboys, division rival, and not just any division rival, it's the freaking Cowboys. So from that standpoint, like, is this kind of weird to you that he's going to the Cowboys of all teams? Well, well, conference conference rivals, right? Not not division. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry about that. But still, uh, you know, it's it's a team we've we've you know matched up against twice uh in back-to-back playoffs. Uh, so definitely, definitely a threat there. Right. And, and, um, but you know what, it is what it is. You know, we've seen, you know, players from our team go to rival teams in the past, whether it be Arizona or the Rams or Seattle, uh, and, and vice versa. We've, we've had players that have come to our team from, from rival, uh, opponents. Right. So, um, I don't, I don't think it'll hurt the Niners because he's not an immediate impact player, right? If he were to be an immediate impact player where he's starting, um, you know, you know, whether it be on defense or offense, we'd be concerned, but he's not one of those players that's going to bring immediate impact to the, to the Cowboys right away. Um, I know, you know, Steven, you know, brings up Charles Haley, for example, Charles Haley was a beast, you know, Hall of Fame player, five-time Super Bowl champion. When he crossed over and and was, you know, traded from the 49ers to the Cowboys, 
he was an immediate impact player. Like he, he, you know, he wrecked havoc in that NFC championship game uh, versus, you know, uh, the 49ers. Um, so I'm not too worried about that, to be honest with you, Steph. Um, maybe down the road. And, and when I when I say down the road, I'm talking maybe three, four years from now. But I'm not really worried about the impact or, you know, that that they made that that, you know, the Cowboys now have an advantage on us. Not worried about that. No, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any like advantage in in that sense. But uh, RJ says, if Trey leads the Cowboys to a Super Bowl win before Shani and the Niners, I'm going to be so mad. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it is in the realm of possibility. We can't count it out. Um, but yeah, there. I think as of right now, there is a lot in the way before something like that could potentially yeah. happen. But you know, Week Four, Forty Niners playing the Cowboys at Levi Stadium. That should be an interesting one. At least, you know, Trey Lance will be there on the sidelines, so that'll be an interesting one. And get this, tomorrow the Cowboys play the Raiders in their final preseason game. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. Isn't that weird? Like, what what is this? The script writers are doing weird things. (laughs) We have have two quarterbacks that are out there now. If – if Jimmy G won a Super Bowl before Shanahan or if now Trey Lance wins a Super Bowl before Shanahan. So um, it, it's just it's just something for us to follow as fans. And um, I don't I don't see that happening. You know, um, I think this league is just way too competitive for one player to be the difference maker on a team. Both of those players aren't the at the caliber of, a, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so I'm not too worried about. Uh, again, you know, having these players play on different teams and it, um, impacting, you know, them to propel them to a Super Bowl championship. I don't see it happening. Um, but like you said, Steph, you just never know, right? You never know in this league what can happen. Um, I mean, you could have Patrick Mahomes get hurt week one, Chiefs go down, Raiders, you know, it propels the Raiders maybe to a playoff to winning the, the AFC West. You just never know you know, what can happen uh, in, in, in the NFL from week to week. And that's why we love it so much. The EFS one says, if this fourth pick produces a superstar, though, look, we're already talking about Ooh, what can come true. of this fourth round pick, which is crazy yeah. because whoever gets picked with this fourth round pick, I mean, that's already a lot of pressure, I feel like, for that player. So I already kind of feel bad. Remember Javon Kinlaw and how how much pressure was on him, uh, you know, to perform after the DeForest Buckner trade. I mean, this is kind of similar to that. I don't know if that player will ever be able to live it down, but uh, we'll see. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, you know who his uh, quarterback coach is, Jeff Christensen, who Trey Lance was working with this past off season. And do you know where they were working from? They were working at TCU together, Mm. um, practicing. So now he's going to be closer to Jeff Christensen and maybe that could, you know, help him in the meantime. Uh, and certainly in the off season that will benefit him as well. Just a little, little nugget, um, you know, a connection to Dallas, but, Going back to the implications that this may have on the 49ers cap situation. Now, uh, as we were wondering and talking about, you know, what the 49ers were going to be responsible for paying, 
if at all, for Trey Lance's contract. Um, people here in the comments said that Cowboys are paying for his full salary, the full nice. amount. I like that. Um, this season, it was $940,000. So that is what the 49ers will save this season and $5.3 million next season. Thank you, Keith. Um, and they would get to decide whether or not to take that fifth-year option. I guess that's that's another thing, too, lost yeah. in all of this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, more savings, especially for next year. And I, I kind of wonder – if this has implications to Nick Bosa's contract, Nick Bosa still holding out. There's now talk of him potentially not suiting up week one. Like he, he is willing to go to the regular season with this holdout. Yeah. I mean, as he should be honestly. And like, we know that the Bosa brothers do fight for an every penny. They have leverage in these conversations and, Ian Rappaport was on KNBR earlier today talking about how there's not much conversation from both sides. Uh, so that makes me a little nervous. Now, does this $5.3 million going into next season potentially help those conversations? I got to imagine that it might a little bit, right? Like, it, it definitely can't hurt. Yeah, I agree. I would assume that the, that five point three um is money in the pocket in, in in the bank now that they they that they didn't have 24 hours ago right so um obviously you know now it's it's some money that they could you know uh maybe possibly slide into that that new deal uh with bosa um it's very unfortunate that we've come to this point in the off season uh and you know we're hearing that both parties are kind of disconnected and not agreeing on anything at the moment. A um, little bit worried. I'm not going to lie because we all know that being at camp and being in these preseason games is good for players. It gets them ready. We've seen players in the past that go the entire, you know, um, camp and the entire preseason without, you know, holding out and without being, on the field with the team and it hurts them. It hurts their, their performance. Um, so I'm a little bit worried. Um, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed because obviously that's the business side of football yeah. that, that mm -hmm. us as fans, um, you know, hard for us to understand that. Right. Uh, I get both sides, you know, I get, I get why Bosa is looking to max out, um, and, and get what he deserves. Right. Um, but, a little bit worried because we're at a point right now where, you know, week one is just, you know, gets closer and closer and, and our man Bosa is not, not on the field yet with, with his teammates. Yeah. And Nick Bosa has never played in a preseason game since he's been in the NFL, but training camp, any portion of training camp would have certainly helped that ramp up for him as it does for every player. Um, yep. And even just these next couple weeks before, you know, week one, would help right and just practicing with the team and being on the field uh with these guys so like you said it could hurt players that have you know it has hurt players that have done this in the past and not only that but it does increase the risk of players hurting themselves getting an injury uh once they right. do get back on That's the field true. so that is what That's you true. do worry about i still think this deal gets done but it's a matter of when. And I kind of wonder if this Trey Lance trade, like if, if there was extra urgency to get this done, to get the money off the books. Right. Um, 
So I don't know, but hopefully with this news, maybe it can lead to an extension sooner. And hopefully we get that news, um, you know, in the coming days. But yeah, that that is one, you know, positive to this, uh, you know, Trey Lance trade. Fabio, do you? I, yeah, I have a question. Has yeah. has I mean has Lynch? I know a lot of the conversation, a lot of the questions that Lynch and and Shanahan have been taking have been more you know aimed towards the quarterback situation. Um, what has Lynch kind of said in regards to the contract and where that's at at the moment? Has 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 he been taking any questions from the media in re- in response to the current holdout? Yeah, actually. I mean, he was on when he spoke to KNBR uh, yesterday, he was asked about that and he said he didn't like the situation, um, which, you know, is probably already like maybe a cause for concern there. I'm trying to find the quote because I did have Mm -hmm. like the I did have it pulled up. Um, Yeah, he said he didn't like the situation. Uh, He made it seem like both sides are still talking. This is the quote. Quote, since our tenure here, we haven't had a holdout anywhere close to this magnitude. We're working really hard to try to change that. We're in communication with his reps. He's a special player. He's going to get a special contract. I can tell you that. And he kind of left it at that, um, you know, pretty vague. But again, as Ian Rappaport said, it sounded like there weren't a lot of discussions happening. And so I don't, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if maybe Nick Bosa's agent is starting to get impatient and starting to leak some things because Mm. we have slowly started to hear some things um, in the media, even though, you know, Lynch has been keeping it pretty close to the vest. Um, But now that urgency is picking up, I, I do feel like we've started to see some, you know, reports, some more reports coming out. Um, and for good reason. I mean, again, we're getting close to week one here, so it is becoming a big deal. Um, so hopefully that gets done soon. Uh, yeah. But going back to the Lance trade, I, I want to get your opinion. It, it, is this draft pick and this trade up for Trey Lance the worst in NFL history? Man, I've I've uh, I've talked to you know people that have said yes. Um, hard to say because, you know, um, one that really comes to mind is Ricky Williams, right? Like, um, the saints gave up, you know, their entire draft to move up to get Ricky Williams. Right. Uh, you got, you remember that one. There's been a, there's been a few that have been, you know, highly, you know, um, you know, up there that have gotten, you know, bad reviews. And, and, and for me, I don't think it's quite there yet. You know, um, here's the thing. If if he goes on to be successful uh, leading the Cowboys or any other team to, you know, uh, NFC Championship, maybe even a Super Bowl, um, <laughs> it's it, it looks even worse, right? Because we let him go. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, if he ends up being a complete bust um, – it's up there. It's probably, I would say not, not top five, but maybe top 10 in the NFL. It's just hard to gauge, to be honest. I, I would have to kind of go back and kind of see, right, Yeah. you know, it, it, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge that again, for me, the, the big one that I always think about is the Ricky Williams one where the saints gave up the entire draft, uh, all the, all their draft picks for one running back. And, you know, Ricky, Ricky Williams ended up phasing, phasing out right in the, in the, in the league. Um, it's just very disappointing, right? Because, um, you know, there was so much 
uh, promise and we were excited. You know, we were very excited yeah. as fans to be having a, a top pick uh, quarterback coming into our, our, our team. And it just didn't pan out, you know? Um, so it's just, it, it just feels very, it, it's very hard to accept everything that's happening. Um, here's one for you though. What if other quarterbacks in that draft, you know, uh, go on to do way better than Trey Lance. Now, the one player that I'm thinking about is Justin Fields, just because he got taken 11th, I believe, by the Bears. Uh, he was there. Um, Niners probably didn't have to move up all that much to get a guy like Justin Field, right? Um, if Justin Fields has a breakout season this year and he has consecutive years, you know, where he's like, a star, you know, and, and, and starts to, you know, help the bears, you know, win games and, and change that franchise around. Then I could see it being, uh, you know, one of the worst, uh, you know, move ups in, in NFL history, because, you know, then you start to question, well, they didn't have to move up. They could have just drafted Justin Fields, you know? Um, so I think, I think there's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, things behind uh, the, us feeling as fans that it could potentially be, you know, the, one of the worst uh, move ups in NFL history. Um, we just have, you know, only time will tell. We, you know, we'll see what happens with this one. Um, I'm kind of living in the moment, though, Steph, and I'm, I'm ready for Brock Purdy, man, you know, to be honest with you. Um, and it's so crazy how the NFL and things work out. Right. We moved up to grab a quarterback at number three. He's no longer on our team. And here's Mr. Irrelevant. That's going to be our starter now. You know, it's just like, it, it's the both ends of the stick there. So, um, you know, I think if Brock Purdy does what he did last year, you know, and, and we, and we go back to the NFC championship game, get our shot once again, I think all is forgiven and forgotten, right? Uh, winning cures everything. We've heard that before, right? Um, so if, 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 if Brock Purdy could come in and take us to, you know, take us back to the, you know, to, to the NFC championship game, maybe even to a Super Bowl, um, we're not even thinking about Trey Lance and we're not even and looking at that or even worried about, Oh, you know, you know, do you remember the 49ers? They moved up, you know, to, to get <laughs> Trey Lance. Um, I, I, I like to be positive and, and I also like to just kind of really, be happy at the fact that we got Brock Purdy right now uh, in the driver's seat and, and ready to kind of take this team, you know, to the next level this year. Shout out Gammon Brown. He says, uh, shout out to my mom. My SC is on TV. <laughs> nice. Thank you for the donation, Gammon. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, I think we do just have to continue moving forward. The NFL is a crazy league and it doesn't stop for anyone uh you know that's just the nature of the beast and you know Brock Purdy is here and that ultimately is I think what gave him the flexibility to mm. move on from Trey Lance to begin with uh and if anything it, it's what ha has kept Kyle and John comfy in their spots right because it literally like any other <laughs> situation uh, we'd be looking at someone who botched uh, this trade up for a third overall pick um, as a fireable offense. And we're not doing that, or at least most of us are not, because 
the 49ers are still a good team and they have Brock Purdy and they can still go to the NFC championship game and they can still go to the Super Bowl uh, potentially. So, you know, all those things are on the table for this team. So as long as that is still true, these guys' jobs are safe. Right. Um, And so, and we are going to be happy with the team that is on our TVs. Right. So, Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. It's definitely tough. I feel for Lance, for sure. Um, you know, I do wish him the best, uh, even in Dallas. I do think it's funny he ended up in Dallas because it was like, hmm, you want to you wanna support Trey Lance wherever he goes? You're not going to like it <laughs> if he goes to Dallas, right? So he, they put us in a, a difficult spot there. But in all actuality, yeah, the now is still good for the 49ers. And, you know, hopefully they they do get a chance to go far in the playoffs this year. So um, with that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, You know, the the 49ers play here shortly. So make sure you guys enjoy that game. Subscribe to the channel if you have not yet. Hit that thumbs up button and uh, have a good rest of your Friday, folks. Peace. Woo.